0: cards. Hey, I'm Kip Coquet. This is Kip introducing his friends. Today on the show, I've got a uh, good lad, Marlowe. there's a, a, a we're not allowed to visit people but
1: <laughs> I, I, vis, I, visited, I visited Zachary but that's about it
0: <laughs> which Zach
1: Jackson of course
0: really yeah yeah I visit him and Beth
1: sometimes
0: I guess because they have kids and you have kids so that makes sense yourself, but I don't know, I just, I, we, that I always stayed in touch, so. Well, I mean, they are heroes, I love them both very much, too, and, uh, Zach is particularly, um, just, he has, he has nice things to say. He does. And... Uh, no, that was a cigarette pack. But yeah, cheers. It's it's still a bad it's still a bad news. So that's great. So you're just like, well, they're they're like they're giving up the restrictions. So I can probably have a coffee with you sometime. Yeah.
1: I've been living in Winnipeg for, yeah, probably getting close to a year and a half now, and I, uh, I've just been working, and I started school again full-time in September, so I've been working and going to school, and I go and see my kids whenever I can, which is most weekends, and yeah, that's, that's my life.
0: <laughs> um, what are you, what are you studying in school?
1: Uh, criminal justice.
2: Oof, that's a big one.
0: That's my yeah. that's my roommate Joshua. He just he just spoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did he say? That's that's a big, that's what? a
2: big one. Criminal justice is super cool, though. Yeah, it's it's a huge it's a huge topic, right? There's so many facets. To,
1: like there's so many things you can you can study within uh, the broad spectrum of that. But uh, Do you, as it stands right now, I'm, I'm interested in. I'm kind of interested in going to law school, but I I don't know if I'm sort of aged and responsibility myself out of of doing that successfully.
0: Um, um, but you're a Libra. You're supposed to be a lawyer or a I'm politician. Supposed to be a judge more, more,
2: more particularly. You you can't honestly like with the LSATs. You can't age yourself or mature yourself out of the LSATs like they're just logic puzzles
1: I'm more concerned with the fact that I don't know if I can afford to be a student for five years
2: total and then with potentially a fair amount of debt just being being my age and and having you know like my, my ex spouse my child support payments all of that it's just a lot yeah yeah but When you get into law school, the banks give you a lot of money for, like, if you had a line of credit, or even if you opened a line of credit, like, you would get a lot of money from the bank for being in law school. Yeah,
1: that's true, and and you can get a fair amount of funding just through Robson Hall from what I've looked at, Um, and my GPA is such right now that if I maintain it, I could get a relatively moderate score on the LSAT, and... Essentially, be guaranteed a position at Robson Hall. Just looking at their entrance statistics from the last few years.
2: That's sick. That's a... yeah, my
1: my GPA is surprising. Like I'm surprised at how good I'm doing in school. It's...
2: What's your GPA?
1: Uh, adjusted to a four point five scale, I have a four
2: point three. Oh shit, that's really good. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah.
0: Marla's Marlo's a hero. <laughs> so well but well that's okay you're you're like a you're a hero it's fine uh, what are you, <laughs> what are you working at like what's your job?
1: oh uh, yeah <laughs> so I, uh, I was building houses when I first moved back here I was framing houses and that was well and good but then I needed some money on the side so you know I used to work security here and there it uh, you know, was like really easy kind of lazy work. So I was, I, I got to doing that again. But then the pandemic hit and, and the home builder I worked for was sort of like, hey, uh, you, uh, you got to find another job because I'm going to have to lay you off soon. And you got kids, so like you got to sort this out. So I, I ended up working a lot of overtime uh, as a su- supervisor for a security company at, at, a, at a pretty large site. And uh, and made a lot of money during the first wave of the pandemic, and then and then summer was really hard for me. I was I was just scraping by financially, which is why I, yeah. I enrolled in school. Actually, like my original impetus to go to school was essentially that I would get paid five hundred dollars a month over and above what it cost me to go to school in in funding that was actually grants. Um,
2: yeah, right you know, you... it's a really good time to go to school because with COVID. The amount of grants that you get when you apply for federal and provincial student aid is disgusting. It's like fourteen thousand in grants, isn't it? Yeah, essentially, essentially, I'm being funded
1: between between Manitoba and provincial student aid, and then this this uh, mature student educational program.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, called like Manitoba Skills and Job Development Center. it's on one eleven Lombard. They have some program. Anyways, between those two entities, I'm being funded roughly twenty thousand dollars and of the, and for the for the year and of that I believe that I'm being loaned just about one fifth of it. And the rest is
0: grants. Wow. Yeah, it's absurd. So I'm making money going to school. Well and you should. I mean, as a European citizen, I I can just go to school for free. That's awesome. And I'm not doing it because I don't care.
1: That's also your prerogative. That's, that's, that's one of the fundamental freedoms of being alive.
0: <laughs> just cho- choosing.
1: Yeah, totally. So... So yeah, like I was, I was working dog shit job for dog shit money throughout the summer, and then because uh, my supervisory decision just lapsed, and then uh, and I had low seniority there, but then I actually got in working at the airport, uh, which I'd apply. I got in in late September. I started training in October. I applied in February of last year, uh, but I got hired because I'm I'm. can pass, uh, I would say an intermediate, oral, uh, bilingual test.
0: Okay, so 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 you can barely speak French.
1: Yeah, so because I can speak French, I was able to get hired on at the airport as a pre-board screening officer, which is a very mundane job, but it pays pretty absurdly well for what you do. Um, so I was working there up until getting laid off tomorrow because as you've probably seen there's like these mass shortages of like like there's there's huge layoffs in the airline sector happening right now in light of Canada's new travel protocols with like COVID-19 tests being required to return to the country and that sort of thing so WestJet laid off a shitload of people nationwide Air Canada followed suit airline travel got cut severely again it's Roughly the same, if not worse, than it originally was uh, in March of and April of last year, and subsequently, I'm I took a voluntary layoff so I could just focus on school, and now I'm gonna get paid uh, the same or more money than I was making at my old job before I was at the airport, but but now I'm not going to work.
0: <laughs> wild, it's just wild. I'm, I haven't talked to you in like two years. Yeah. I'm I'm trying
1: to keep my head afloat and this is how I'm doing at it.
0: <laughs> I think you're doing a good job.
1: Yeah, I feel like this conversation's very one sided so far though, Kip. I wanna know what you've been doing for the last two years.
0: Uh I'm just like working in kitchens and um being myself, I guess. Uh, needed, playing music, um, writing songs, uh, hell yeah. Just being a
1: kept... <laughs> Are your songs romantic?
0: Yeah, they're all love songs.
1: Oh, that's perfect.
0: Yeah, and uh, people like love songs, so it's it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I I am. Um, yeah, that's that's my money boat. That's that's great. I mean, the Karens love me so.
2: Except when you go into into the liquor store, and then I have and then I have to go to the liquor store for a kid.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that happened today. Um, they wouldn't sell me liquor because I was gone. Like just like I had too much. Already. Already, yeah. Um, but really I just didn't sleep enough.
1: Kip, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you have some sort of like health problem in the last year or
0: something? Yeah. What happened? Oh hey. I heard about this like through the crazy Come on line, in. as you do. Oh, I had uh pancreatitis. How Hi does that Um, from... You can fine. Free, free booze. Oh, from drinking too much? Yes, yeah, is. working in bars. And okay. eating only french fries. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, a combination of... That's my cat, right. Frizz. He looks just like His name is Friz. Frizz? Frizz? Yeah,
0: is. so Frizz. I, um... Him and Vox are best buds. I had to learn how to be um healthier, I guess. Right on. And I did it. So you had to you had to yoke some moderation into Yeah, I just like I gave I gave it all up for like a couple months. Perfect. And yeah. then Then I was... Like, the doctor told me I was allowed to do it again, so... I just followed the doctor's orders. Do you feel like
1: you have a more, like, tempered relationship with... Uh, like... With with, booze? With booze, yeah.
0: No, I don't. I don't think I do. Okay. Um, but... I'm always like being careful.
1: That's good. I'm happy to hear that you're being careful.
0: Yeah, I remember actually we had like a time at uh, Harvest Moon, and you you found me, mm-hmm. and you used your deep voice to keep me sober. In a way. Oh, that was many years ago. It was like yeah. four years ago. It's not that far.
1: Oh, are you talking about like the time on the like out by the ridge, like looking out over the valley?
0: Yeah, we were in the grass, the tall grass. Yeah,
1: no, Kip. That was more than four years ago. I'm certain of it. I wanna put that more at like the six to seven year mark because that was. That was a couple years before I moved out there. Oh really? Yeah, it was. It was quite some time ago that, that happened. Oh well, I guess I I go to that festival a lot. Yeah, all the years I'm sure blur together. If you know, if that's the only time you really find yourself out there, I'd find that all the experiences you had out there probably just seem very blended up. That's how I felt about
0: that place until I moved there yeah i i I, like uh i went to your house one time The last time that you were out there the last year you were there you came to my house that's right i had you over yeah because they didn't have it this year yeah yes that was yeah year and a half ago
1: yeah and then um so after you were there yeah like two months later i stopped living there
0: Just that quick, eh?
1: Just that quick, yeah.
0: Wild. You were so busy on, like, building things. Yeah, I was... I I did a lot of work on that property right up until uh, the time that I moved back to the city. And... And now you're back here. Yeah. Which is great, because... You can, you can, like we can go for a
1: coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, I've been. There's things about the city that I've. upon me and and I guess either changed me or just revealed parts of me to myself in a way that like I can't they're not temporary you know like I feel feel like the way that I exist and live here is drastically different than it was before and I kind of really would like to get back out into a more rural setting as, as soon
0: as I can so you liked
1: you liked that rural world. There are a lot of things I liked about um, the effects of living in a smaller community, like what, what, how they affected me. Yeah, I slept a lot better when I lived out there. Um, I ate a lot better when I lived out there. I generally lived my life a bit slower when I lived out there, and I, I like all of that. I still reassure a fair bit, but yeah, I miss all of those things. I... When I was out there, I felt, in a lot of ways, like, rather socially isolated. Um, and that... That's something that I could do without. And yet, now I'm back in the city, and in a lot of ways, it felt very socially isolated here, and...
0: it's a, It's a different kind of social isolation, actually, in the city. It's like um it's having people available and then they don't want you
1: yeah you're 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 correct about that i i think that if it wasn't covid i would probably be experiencing that so, the social isolation differently i think that in light of what's been going on there's this very like collective shared experience happening which I think is shielding me from how isolated i may feel if if it was possible for me to be seeing people and yet i wasn't um you know for one reason or another like you you live out and you live as far away from the city as i did for as many years as i did you cut yourself off from social media entirely and um, stay in touch with very many people you know I'd see people at the festival and there were apart from that there were only a handful of people that I used to interact with in the city that I even kept in contact with and that whole process in and of itself is, is pretty revealing I, I don't I don't know if it's part of just the natural process of, of maturation my mother seems to intimate, you know, she, she intimates to me that at least it, it was for her um, but I feel much less socially
0: inclined than I used to. Um, that just, that's just like getting older, don't you yeah. think? Um, I don't really care to meet with people at all. Cause I'm old. <laughs> you feel old already, eh? Well, I'm 33, so I just like, I'm not interested
1: yeah I, I think that's a good way to put it I, I, you know I have I'm sure each of us in our own ways we have you know we have the things that we are interested in we have the things that we're embroiled with whatever our projects are and I'm, sh- I'm sure you you would could agree that like as as i've gotten older i just i think i value my time more than i used to um and i know when i was younger i used to say to myself things like oh i got plenty of time and now i don't think oh i have plenty of time i'm like oh i gotta use my time well (laughs) like
0: build something
1: yeah build something work towards a goal um I mean, I have children, I, I believe pretty strongly that, like, having had that experience puts me on the other side of, of some sort of veil. You know, the people that don't have children, like, haven't really crossed, can't really see through. Um, that whole process, like, really affected me. Um, and how I prioritize things. But... It's, it's interesting, actually, that you
0: have kids, because... You're just kind of like a wild dude. <laughs> and and you have kids. Like, it's, it's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel much more, not, not, poli- not politically speaking, I'm not speaking politically when I say this, but I feel much more conservative than I used to in a lot of ways. I think a lot more about taking care of people. Yeah, and I think the biggest one is taking care of myself. I think that I spent a lot of years in the city after I kind of like got most of the way sober, um, knowing that it was important for me to be taking care of myself, but still not really having any good psychological or emotional tools to really do that in any meaningful way. Um, and I think that...
0: You did, a like, a big part of your life was uh adventurous.
1: Yeah. Yeah, huge. That might have... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you witnessed a lot of that, sort of, peripherally, but...
0: Well, you, to- we that, you told
1: when, me. Uh, do you remember that conversation we had at, at uh, at the fourth bar a few years back? Um, we, I don't recall it. I was. We were just. We were talking about nothing. Nothing really at all. And I remember. Um. Just commenting to you. Uh. About whatever was going on to my, in my life at that time. I'm pretty sure I. I know I was living. I, was, I wasn't living in Winnipeg at the time. I was uh, already out of Clearwater. And, and you, you said something to me that, that really struck me. Like, it, it really affected me a lot. Um, and it was something as simple as, like, Oh, well, oh, well, you're, you're you, Marlo. That's what you do. You just try things.
0: Well, yeah, you're a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was... It, it
1: just, like, it felt like it cut... It, It cut to the, it cut to the core of me, but it also felt very superficial. Like you said, it's so like, you kind of just like you said it. You took a sip of your drink. You're like, what the fuck else are we talking about anymore? This that was obvious. And I'm sitting over there like, shit, that felt profound. And and it's so obvious to you. Like, it was one of those moments, you know, when you realize other people probably see you better than you do. Sometimes I was like, damn.
0: Well, we do see each other better it's, yeah. it's unfortunate it's kind of <laughs> frustrating yeah like everyone knows everybody better than ugh tired of people <laughs> but I also love people a lot so it's fine Uh, it's unfortunate that I can't hide it. Everyone knows that I like them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get like, you kind of get like glowing kitten eyes sometimes. <laughs> and, like, you're in the sense of hiding it.
0: You you know me that well. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like luxury.
1: That's what cats do. Oh, yeah. So I never got around to listening to any of your other conversations with your friends. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, like, go into it? No, I just, I didn't get around to it. I was too busy with school and whatnot. Um...
0: Well, that's okay, because I think you're going to be, like, the best. Oh well, we're half an hour into it, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. Did you
1: and Josie play? Did you play guitar for each other on your phone call? Uh, no, but um, I'm sorry.
0: Um, I Matt Foster played guitar on my uh phone call.
1: Nice. You know, it's it's funny. I um I I read through like. Saw Aaron Johnson's name there, and then I promptly, like two days later, had a dream where I was watching a band, and Aaron Johnson was like playing the drums very violently, and well, and I I woke up and I was like, huh? That's silly, cause I read like I haven't thought about Aaron in years. And I was like, dang. <laughs> read read someone's name and they show up in your dreams.
0: It's a real thing. Um, it's actually kind of kind of remarkable to be honest um and this is why I do this show is because because I like talking to people yeah it's um and yeah Aaron's on there he's like the second episode instrumentalist Eric Johnson yeah he's he's really talented unfortunately I'm really (laughs) mad at him for for being that good the envy coming out (laughs) well I mean you have to if someone's better than you like you easy he's easily better at everything I do that I pride myself on No, not painting. You can't paint. Worth poop. There you go.
1: Getting get Kip in the wind column.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. He, he never sold the painting. I did. So yeah, you're uh you're Marlowe, and you're re- you like you're really good at pointing things out. Very Libra of you.
1: I'm good at pointing things
0: out eh no that's like your your gift that's like your talent your you point things out and you say this is that and then um it's it's actually kind of impressive <laughs>
1: okay yeah
0: Yeah, you could make money on this if you just figured it out, but you won't.
1: Why won't I, fortune teller kid?
0: Because you're a Libra, and Libras can't figure shit out. They're, what? <laughs> they're just really charming all the time. <laughs> to figure anything out. Yeah, exactly. Wow.
1: You always like refer to me being a Libra, but are you are you are you aware of the extent to which I am a Libra?
0: Uh is your rising sign Libra and your moon sign? Yeah, one other one too. You have a Venus in Libra or Mars? I Dude, you're... You're screwed. Yeah,
1: but then I also have this really weird thing, which is a Mars in Aries.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're, like, a, aggressive. Yeah. I, I also know you're aggressive. Yeah. I... I... But, like, in a nice way, for some reason.
1: All... Yeah.
0: All the Libras.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a part of me that has required tempering in certain spaces over the years for sure um,
0: I, I actually I don't think you're that mean you're no, just no. you're just there
1: yeah what's it I took two jiu-jitsu classes for a while when the restrictions lifted in COVID and I was like, oh, this is the shit. I'm like, I do this. And then I'm like, I'm really good everywhere else because I got this.
0: Well, I think you're... You're... um You're really smart, actually. That's the Libra. It's really annoying. Actually, you're you're really smart. And I, if you say so <laughs> well you are though and a um, hero in a, in a weird way but I mean that's just my thoughts hey I you're, you're leaving me speechless with uh, you know your thoughts yeah, with like really simple compliments. This is this is how people get laid.
1: Simple compliments. Yeah. Are you trying to be trying to let me know that you you know I live alone, Kip. I'm allowed to have one person over. It's not against the rules. There's no no one's gonna get fined.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll come over and have a coffee. Oh. Oh, I see. Just coffee now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a simple guy. <laughs> Are you still living on Arlington? Yeah, I live in my house. Um uh, yeah, like the- Yeah I am. Um it's actually kind of kinda of gross how much I live here.
1: It's been a long time. It's been what seven years? Ten. Ten.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you said it.
1: In the same room? Yeah. I've same never bed. Lived-
0: Well, I, um, i do it. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's really embarrassing, to be honest.
1: Dude, no. You must, like, you must know that space, like, inside and out. Like, you could fucking sleepwalk through there. I have. Dude. I don't know what it's like to know any space that intimately. That's cool.
0: Well, it's, it's my house. It's my home.
1: Yeah, man. I'm just happy for you, man. That's, a, like, that's some roots you have.
0: Yeah, well, I'm like a, a big... Uh, I'm big into... just... being me. And... people are big into me being me so it's fine how do you define you being you um that's a good question Jess how do I define me being me (laughs) people just like me for some reason I have no fucking clue I think you've got a good idea of what it is that you
2: want and you just do that yeah that actually sounds really accurate
1: you just have a good idea of what you want to do and then you just do it Yep. Yeah. yeah that's a pretty accurate way to describe kip from my observation as well
0: yeah i just i, I break the
1: rules well I think the biggest thing is that like he (laughs) what I find really interesting about you is this like very conscious um and I I don't know I could be wrong like I, I could be wrong but I I assume that when it comes to the actions that you take the decisions you make I feel like you're very aware of like uh you know the, the gravity of the choices that you make and you're completely okay with with that I well, don't see you you don't strike me as someone who's catching yourself off guard or who's like living in hindsight or who <laughs> like looks back and, and shudders well why would I do that? that that's just weird
0: yeah you're right you summed it up I just do what I like with consciousness of um what is what is right somehow, I don't know. Do you feel like you so here's a, here's an interesting question
1: I guess that as a follow up is is so you can see so you said do what you like within the scope of what you feel is right so you don't feel like, your living life in a way that is like laissez-faire, or is like abdicating the existence of maybe what you would consider right or not right.
0: Uh, no i I definitely don't live my life in um any kind of shameful way. Interesting.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's great. That's good. There's there's because there's a there's an enormous difference between oh I do what I want and oh I do what I want but I'm also paying attention to like these ethereal lines in the sand
0: yeah the, there's there's sand in the boots but I'm not I don't do anything bad ever no one has any reason to be mad at me That's a bold statement. Yeah, and I'm allowed to say it. I mean, otherwise, I would have been cancelled already, so.
1: (laughs) That's a bit of a valid point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's entirely valid yeah (laughs) could you dream it like that (laughs) well like I mean we are living in the internet world so um I'm I'm right to to speak about It's what is what I'm used to so whatever yeah, the internet world. Yeah, and we're we're all here together in the internet world, so it's it's fine. It's really actually kind of cute.
1: <laughs> so what have you have have you been working in a kitchen like throughout this whole sort of Uh, all these lockdowns and restrictions or have you found yourself just relaxing or what's been going on there?
0: I've been working the whole time. Okay. So I go to work um, mostly every day and then I do this radio show. And... Yeah, I'm just, like, a, I'm, like, still
1: didn't get the virus. Hello. Yeah, it's awesome. I also didn't get the virus. And I spent, like, I spent cumulatively probably five months working in two different hospitals in the city. Yeah, my,
0: like, all my, um answer nurses and they also didn't get the virus. Nice. Which is, yeah, it is nice because I don't want anyone to get sick. No. But yeah, it's just like, uh, whatever. I, I see my coworkers and I see my roommates and that's that's about it how many roommates do you have
1: now do you have more than two I have three roommates awesome that's gotta gotta keep there to be like a good healthy social interaction going on
0: yeah well we do get to talk I guess so yeah, it's really healthy. Just like a simple a simple conversation makes a whole day a lot better.
1: That's certainly one thing that this time has has taught in a lot of ways just it's just shown me things that um, I took for granted previously like hanging like, out like being seen and being heard being understood most of my social interactions are with people who you know don't really give a shit about me and who I don't really give a shit about either because we just work together right there's enough people nice where I work God. that I get I, I develop good relationships with <laughs> a number of them, but not many. And I work in a bit of a caustic <laughs> environment that can at times be um, really like you don't know who you can trust. Um. Right. Well. Felt so much like high school. It's really bad. It's actually really. Um,
0: it's it's really weird the way that people are. So high school actually, like like you said. The oh, work environments are just kind of ugly. All. The time. Yeah, and this is just, this is one
1: with, like, you know, some people are laid off, but there's, and people work different shifts, so, you know, not everyone's working at the same time, but I work in a place where there's 270 employees in, in my position, plus managerial staff, right? So, when you work with a group of, like, my shift probably has anywhere from 60 to 80 people working, depending on how busy it is, it's like you know it the rumor mill you know, is insane and and uh, people are really childish about things and like people are always talking shit about other people and it's just gross it's it's weird that people are like
0: that i i've always noticed this and i don't get it i don't understand why they are like that or why we
1: are like that as a the collective yeah don't get me wrong like i understand the function of like uh, um like a negative social discourse existing like about someone when it comes to like issues of like safety or like super dangerous behavior or, or just like erratic behavior or like you know someone's like a, a serious risk to themselves or other people, but I don't understand the um I've never really understood why people want to spend their social energy like tearing down other people. Like if I don't if I don't like someone or I don't really Of of them or whatever. Like, if it's if it's their ideas, I'll like explore their ideas with other people and explore like why I disagree with them or think they're flawed. But when it comes to like just talking shit about other people, I've never really understood. Uh, our like humanities, the pleasure that people draw from it, I just don't get it.
0: Well, they they have to do that to build themselves up
1: just, I don't know, man, it's so, it's so toxic and obviously, like, egoic in a really bad way, you know, like, any time I've built myself up through, like, tearing other people down, something usually happens in my life that shows me, like, you're a stupid fucker for thinking like that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're absolutely, totally right about that. Um, don't, don't tear someone down to build yourself up you're right um it's actually really really it's it makes it makes your life worse
1: yeah man and it, it puts big blinders on like when you start building yourself up because you're saying you're not you're not capable of like the failings of the people around you like you're pretty much just turning a blind eye to the the you know the, the, that part of you that can fail like that and and not being aware of it is where it like gains more power to just catch you off guard and and, and grab the wheel.
0: <laughs> yeah don't don't ever be in charge. that's like one of my rules. Don't grab the wheel. don't be in charge. Just just have fun.
1: I don't know, I hear me differ there a little bit I don't kind of, kind of like, like, every now and then I'm about grabbing the
0: wheel but we talked about that already <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, we are different and it's fine
1: Um, just, but yeah, I'm not know, grabbing the wheel I've never understood why people just want to talk shit about other people it just, it feels gross like, I feel sick when I do it
0: yeah, but you still do it I mean, I've never heard you do it, but um, you you must do it if you feel sick about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I, it still happens. Everyone, yeah, I still it, I still have my weaknesses. I still have my moments, but it's just like, well, oh, I, I think you know what I'm saying. Like, I know people that that is sort of like the fundamental way that they engage in any kind of social interaction with any other person ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there's like a there's a psychological thing about um, how if we talk poorly of other people, we're bonding in a weird way. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, a neg-
1: yeah, like negative bonding.
0: It yeah. is negative bonding really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well we're we're not doing that. We're we're talking about having a time.
1: Yeah, I know that we're not doing that. Um that's good that you've been working the entire time, I imagine. Like I've spoken to a number of people and I'm sure you know people as well who found themselves like without work throughout this and it sounds like it's very hard for all of them, you know, like just having that much, if you have that much free time and you're not a very like, uh, self-directed person that I
0: know a few people that are struggling. Right. But I also have like 800 hobbies. So, um, and I have been working the whole time, but, like, I still have three days off a week because nobody needs my job, I guess, or, like, me to be there. So, but I also have a hundred hobbies, and I write really good songs, so it's fun. think I do, and I also am happy to hear that you're in the city. I didn't know you were, and I wish you had told me earlier.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to I, I have to say I didn't have a way to reach out to you, and I've kind of just been very um, low-key in general in the time that I've been here.
0: Um, which is fine. So it's like the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, I also, I just, man, I I had a lot to sort out when I first landed back here, you know. Um, having yeah. kids
0: that live two hours from you is, is not an easy thing. <laughs> you have two kids?
1: Yeah, I have two kids and they live two hours from me, man. That's, that's wild.
0: I had no idea. Like, really had no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, my daughter. My daughter was. turned two yesterday. She was born in 2019, and then my son's born in 2017, so he'll be. he'll be four in May.
0: You're just like a. You're just a Marlo. <laughs> I, like. I, I really have no
1: idea. Hey, man. Uh, I don't know what to say.
0: Well, it's pretty cool and you're um you're going to school and you're going to be
1: a great a great dad.
0: Yeah, it's actually kind of lame I know But I mean Kids just say things That are obvious truths
1: Yeah, they just cut to the core Of a lot of stuff and don't beat around the bush and it's, it's pretty good
0: Yeah, which is really cool Um, I miss Being that At one point I was And you were too. Yeah, they're like the the reminder, right? That's what they're there for. And also you get to... What did you do?
2: You moved there?
1: I don't know. Hear them. Yeah, like my, my children are an enormous motivating force in my life. You know, like they really sustain me.
0: I mean there's no rules really so just just be you and you're really good at being you so like actually annoyingly good at being you <laughs> I'm anno- I'm annoying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no yeah you are though no I have no good way I usually just say we killed an hour and we're done
1: (laughs) oh man you gotta come up with some like gotta have some kind of like clothes with some kind of like
0: Yeah, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be myself. That's, yeah, I respect that. That's kind of my thing. All right,
1: well, we killed an hour, and that's that.
0: Yeah, we talked, and uh, you're a good father, and that was a radio show.
1: Weird, man. Uh, weird. Isn't it, good it talking to you, we'll, uh, we'll see each other in real life soon. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We can have coffees. It's allowed now. Right on. We'll be well and
1: take
0: care. Yeah. Love you very much. Love you too, buddy. Bye. And that was my friend Marlo. Uh, That was Kip Interviews' friends. I hope you enjoyed the show and got at least one laugh out of it. Take care. (laughs)